This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Sponsored by Sur La Table, with new stores opening this fall in New York City, Boston, Houston, Michigan, and Florida. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And the subject of this week's show is crackers. Yep, we're not really cooking today. We're just eating a lot of crackers. No, we're not making homemade crackers. That would be weird. That would be that would be a little more Martha Stewart than I think I've really ever wanted to be. That's I would I would have to wear a bonnet <laughs> again. <Yeah. laughs> so we've got we've got an array of crackers out here on the table. Um, some of some of our favorites, some of your favorites, no doubt. And we're gonna we're gonna go through and have a little cracker tasting. Um, but uh, before we start, I uh, want to talk about like kind of how how and where we enjoy crackers because uh, they're they're one of these foodstuffs that uh, there's there's no like set occasion for eating them, you know. Yeah, and I, you and I were just uh, when we were you know laying out all these boxes of crackers that we're going to be eating in just a second. I was thinking about how it is that we decide, you know, which cracker we want at any given time. There's some crackers that, um, you know, there's some crackers that I think scream to have a piece of cheese put on them. Like, it's, it's obvious what you do with those. But, um, you know, for instance, a, a butter cracker, like, 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 the, like the Waverly cracker, for instance. Do you remember those? I'm thinking of jokes involving butter cracker. The Waverly cracker? I think that's what it was called. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just have to say butt crack before we continue. Okay. There. It's out. Yeah, dude. Nimbisco Waverly crackers. They were like a, a butter cracker. Anyway, I used to eat those as a kid, and I would just eat them like straight out of the package. They just tasted so good. I, I wasn't actually accusing you of making up a cracker. I just had never heard of them myself. I don't. I don't assume that everything I haven't heard of is <laughs> is false. Just most things. Anyway, maybe we should get back to the, okay. the topic. Um, so you know, when do you choose a cracker? For instance, like over a chip. Why would you eat crackers? That's that's an interesting way of putting it because the answer is rarely because uh, I think um, chips chips are more given to uh, reaching in and, and just kind of tossing them down your throat mm-hmm. repeatedly. Um, whereas crackers, I don't know, you have to, you have to kind of have a purpose in mind. But yeah. uh, cheesy style crackers, I think, are enough like kind of nacho cheese chips that they have that sort of snacking potential to them. And 
I like a Ritz with peanut butter on it. That's true. That is true. We, we've got some Ritz here today. So I guess, you know, I, I guess you're right. They're, they're, cook- they're cookies. Wow. Clearly, <laughs> I've, got, I've got my priorities. Let's move on to talking about cookies already. They share the aisle with crackers. <laughs> that, that's true. That's interesting. Um, no, so I guess, you know, there are a lot of crackers out there that have a, a lot of flavor, but they're often... also you know how i just said it was interesting that cookies and crackers share the same aisle that's actually not interesting at all (laughs) okay well maybe we've really covered this particular question (laughs) okay well you know they're both crunchy most cookies on the cookie aisle are crunchy crackers are intrinsically crunchy you know you know there have never been soft batch crackers that would not be You know, good. I think soft batch crackers are, it's like focaccia. You know, I kind of wonder how and when does a new cracker get created? You know, I mean, like, think about Triscuits. Did somebody just say, hey, I've got this loom that I'm not using. I'm going to weave <laughs> some little pieces of wheat on it. Because it is like woven. I, I don't know. How do they make Triscuits? I don't know. Okay. Magic. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is such a great show. Yeah, we, <laughs> yes, there was a loom sitting around. That's what happened. Yeah, and some extra wheat. Well, you know, how did you come to eat the crackers that you like to eat? I mean, do, do you think that people are sort of uh, lifelong devotees of a particular cracker brand? Or do you think that people shop around for crackers? I, I feel like it's a really conservative sort of food. I feel like, you know, people, people who smoke would never like go out and decide to get a new brand of cigarettes from what I understand. Um, and I feel like that's the same for me in crackers. There's like a few brands of crackers that I always buy and I can't imagine seeing like some cracker is on sale this week so I'm going to buy some cracker I've never bought before. I agree. I agree. I um, Crackers are one of those things where uh, I, I, the crackers that I buy now are crackers I was introduced to as a kid. Yeah. So it's like it's like crackers. I wonder how many generations you could go back and wow. find that like, you know, my great grandparents were eating Triscuits in the old country. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, genealogy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't wait to get started on another, your family Another very, tree. very exciting thing to hear about on the radio. Mm-hmm. Well, how about we go ahead and taste some crackers? Yeah. And then maybe we can talk about. I think we sound crack- hungry. Some cracker names. I feel hungry. <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of what's happened so far in this program can be can be blamed on low blood sugar and lightheadedness. Uh-huh. I know that's the case for me. <laughs> okay, let's taste some crackers. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so let's taste um, the stoned wheat thin. <laughs> so stoned wheat thins—they come in this sort of long rectangular package. My mom used to buy these. These were sort of her cracker that she kept around the house, I guess, to probably serve cheese on when I was a kid. What I really love about them is that it says imported in pretty big letters <laughs> on the front. Like, that's going to that's gonna counteract the goofy quality of a name like Stoned Wheat Thins. I have a question. What yeah. does stoned mean? Well, that's actually what I was trying to find out myself. I feel like I, I, you know, I grew up eating these, and it seemed very natural to me to describe a wheat thin as being stoned. Um, <laughs> however, you know, there's nothing on the package here that says Is why Is it the same as stone. stone ground? You know, that's, and I, I, I think I that's what they I asked that mean. realizing that I don't actually know what stone ground means either. I mean, guess like ground between stones but that seems i it, probably the image of stone ground in my mind has very very little to do with what it actually means in modern day life 
Yeah, I don't think they're crushing it, you know, in some sort of picturesque setting by a riverside between two rocks. That's that's exactly the picture <laughs> that was in my head. Uh, this it looks like it's made in Canada. And I was going to ask where it's imported it, from. Yeah, it's made in Canada, imported by Kraft Foods. So, if there are any Canadians out there, if you guys want to weigh in, does do, do you guys use the term "stoned" instead of maybe "stoned ground"? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure in Canada they don't often use the word the term "stoned." <laughs> Canada isn't into that sort of thing. Yeah, I find this really strange that they don't explain it. That no. Where on this packaging does it say, like, stone ground wheat? Can we eat one yet? Yeah, let's eat one. No, I really like the flavor of these. These taste exactly as they did when I was a kid. You know, stoned wheat thins are one of the best entertaining crackers under the sun. <laughs> I find this cracker extremely entertaining. <laughs> I find this cracker about three times more entertaining than me. <laughs> Next week, guest host, stoned wheat thins. <laughs> Okay, what's next? <laughs> Don't make me aspirate my stoned wheat thin. Right. Okay, I think we need to move on to either Triscuits or Wheat Thins. I want a Wheat Thin. I mean, we j- especially since we just had stoned Wheat Thins, and these are unstoned Wheat Thins. Yeah, these are different. These are made by Nabisco. These are small, little rectangular things. Are they imported? Uh, these are not imported. Okay. Much less classy. Are you saying our country isn't classy? I'm not. I definitely wouldn't say that. Only sometimes. Hmm. The thing about wheat thins is they're very sweet. They're really sweet. That's the first and, thing that hits you. And I think that, that to, to me, that makes them kind of a good snacking cracker. Mm, you know what the key for me is with wheat thins? Put the salty side down on your tongue first. Oh, okay. Don't you think that makes a difference to put the salt down first? Yeah, I think that's much better. Mm-hmm. So we have now imparted some useful information, how to eat a wheat thin. <laughs> you could not have figured this out on your own. Mm-hmm. Triscuits? Sure. These, to me, are um, deeply savory. They are. They're not at all sweet like the wheat thins. The thing I always find about Triscuits is um, I, uh, I really like them and I like the flavor, but they sort of accumulate in my mouth. A wheat thin, you know, it goes down easy. It's like baby food. Triscuit, there's some serious, like, chewing involved. Yeah, I mean, there's real literal accumulation in my molars right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could, two hours from now, I'm going to be digging around with my tongue and finding more Triscuit deposits. <laughs> I'm inside my mouth, just not just in the environment at large. <laughs> I just love that image. <laughs> I mean, would you? I'm available for hire if you need to find some Triscuit deposits. Um, so what we have left here are, are three versions of cheese crackers. Let's start with Ritz, because I think Ritz is sort of the mildest. But wait, but wait, Ritz doesn't actually have cheese in it, does it? I think of it as being a slightly cheesy flavor. I don't think Maybe it does. <laughs> I'm going to go home I think, now. I think this is a pack of lies. <laughs> You're right. There's no cheese. All right. Okay. Well, then it's a good thing we started with these. Because <laughs> who knows what could have happened. Whoa, these really, like, melt. What is one supposed to do with this cracker? I mean, you spread peanut butter on it. But, you I mean, make- were these designed to be served with cheese or, like cocktail waiters walk around with like a tray of them with something on them as like a little hors d'oeuvre where does this happen in the you know in the 50s or something 
Hmm. Well, the other thing I noticed about Ritz is that it seems like there's a lot of crackers with um, names that are supposed to denote kind of uh, upper crust society. Yeah. You know, there's Ritz, there's sociables. Mm-hmm. Townhouse. There, yes. Um, there's the cars, table, water, crackers, which, which are supposed to seem very elegant. So do you have any idea where this table water thing comes from? I mean, I've heard of water crackers. I mean, it is possible to buy like other brands of water crackers, right. but why is this a table water cracker? Well, maybe, maybe it's meant to grace the most elegant of tables or maybe table water is like bilge water. <laughs> I was actually thinking that, I mean, actually, I think as a kid, I thought it was water table crackers because I had heard of the water table, right. you know? Yeah. And below that, there's a layer of crackers. <laughs> That's the earth's crust. Yes. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yes. I love, I love geology humor. You know, <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? Should we move on to another cracker? Yes. Okay. Let's try the Cheez-It white cheddar. These are my favorite. This is this is the only new cracker I can remember falling in love with in my life. Because this came out, these came out, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe. And um, Did you see an ad for them and choose to buy them? Or? I, I think probably, it must have been more than 15 years ago, because I, I, think, um, I think my mom brought them home from the store at some point. So I guess she's the sort of person who can be swayed by a new cracker. What's on the outside of these? Cheese powder. They have a white powder. Mm-hmm. Well, I think based on my experience with them, that it is a mix of powdered cheese and cocaine. Am I going to get really hopped up here in a second? No, you're just going to want more white cheddar cheeses. What I really like about it is they really do have a like a deeply cheesy, even sharp cheddar flavor. Yeah, I really like that. The downside to Cheez-Its compared to, I think, any other cracker that we've got here is um, white cheddar Cheez-Its in particular is that you have to, like, wash your hands after you eat them because you, you get a crust of, uh, of cheese powder mm-hmm. and cocaine on your fingers. <laughs> Should I rub it on my gums? Yeah. So you're convinced you think you'll buy white cheddar Cheez-Its mm, in the future? Well, my vent- I- I'm going to venture to guess, though, and this is I'm totally being a killjoy here. I'm going to venture to guess that they're filled with all kinds of crap. And if I'm going to snack on something, I would kind of rather just have maybe some bread and cheese. Mm. I'm looking at the ingredients, and um, they're I mean, filled with not, all kinds of crap. I mean, it's not <laughs> that I don't like eating things that are filled with crap. I mean, I, I hey, you witnessed me during the cereal episode. I was all over that stuff. And, right. I, I, and I really enjoy these, but I don't know if I would buy them on my own because I do know I would sit around and eat them. And then I'd be like, why am I eating food that isn't really food? So, so basically what you're saying is uh, that uh, when, you're, when you're in that mood, you're going to go for the Cool Ranch Doritos. Basically, that's okay. what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. fair. Well, so now we're going to move on to the, the cheese cracker of my youth. These are better cheddars. And uh, I have to say, I have no idea how these are now. For some reason, my mom uh, bought better cheddars. Mm-hmm. And um, she was not a Cheez-It kind of woman. She bought better cheddars. And I used to take a little baggie of these in my lunch, along with a peanut butter sandwich, no jelly. Wow. Some carrot sticks. I used to have peanut butter and honey because I didn't like jelly. Mm. Those were good. Kind of leaky, but good. Yeah. Leaky. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Well, anyway, let's let's try some better cheddars because I'm curious to see how these are. I mean, your Cheez-Its are really great. I'm not sure if these can live up to that. Hmm. Well, I would say these are less cheese forward. We should have have tasted these first, I think, because they kind of don't taste cheesy to me. Mm -hmm. The aftertaste of these is a little funny. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 
what's happening in my mouth right now? I, I, I feel like there's a sort of a fishy aftertaste. You know. Or like seaweedy. Mm. Hmm. And now, and now I Whoa. feel like. Whoa. Now, now it's I've, turning into like burnt. Yes, exactly. Something. Burnt cheese. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Oh, that I, is I remember, really a burnt flavor. I remember liking these. I mean, maybe something went awry or maybe I went off the track. Maybe. Wow. Better cheddars. I don't know, man. You're letting me down. If I'm going to buy a cheese cracker in the future, it's going to be the cheese it white cheddar. Okay. Good. Wow. Better cheddars, man. How could they do this to me? Do you have a favorite cracker from today? Yeah. Or sort of a, did you have a cracker revelation? Well, I think I'm going to buy wheat thins more often. Yeah. I think I would, I think I would go for wheat thins too. Well, um, I, I feel like I've learned a lot about crackers today and, and even more about myself. Me too. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that weaves your wheat. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. <laughs> you know who can eat a lot of crackers? <laughs> Cerberus, the three-headed dog of the underworld. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening, folks. (laughs) Show's over. (laughs) Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 